are all living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It is Sunday night. That means it's time for the podcast is really live. Uh, we are here uh, with the podcast is real about to do our show. Sorry, I got that right on the hit there. And uh, uh, with me, as always, uh, talking to his his uh, well, friend in the well, back that, there again, well, Richard. Richard. Hey, <laughs> is Utah. Welcome to the show. And there's Aaliyah as well. Fellow programs. Hi. How are you guys doing this week, Utah? Uh, what? Wait, do I see uh, what color is your? Do you have a new ukulele? Oh, this is okay. So yes, this is a, a fairly new ukulele. It's a red uh, polycarbonate ukulele. Uh, gifted. I got this uh, as a gift for helping out uh, an online group put together a bunch of ukulele collaborations. So you know, I get twenty-five or thirty video submissions of a, one song. Ah. And I sync them all up, and then it's like we're all playing together. That's awesome. Do you put them on YouTube or something? Where can we watch those? Oh, you know what? Um, you could. Pro- you know what? I will post them. I haven't posted. Uh, Is it just just for your friends? They were right just now. A, it's just they're, private. They're, they're on the group, but uh, we just recently got um, permission from everybody that we can post them publicly because everybody nice. wanted to share them. So I'll put them up on my YouTube channel, Utah and the Uke, um, and uh, you can see them there. Awesome. Aliyah, what do you got? What's been going on this week? I haven't seen you since Thursday. <laughs> um, Who are you? <laughs> but I thought about it. Who am I? <laughs> well, that's really deep. Let's not get into that tonight. We're gonna, that could be. <laughs> be here for hours. All right. Uh, working. That's it. Just yeah. working. Mm-hmm. Nothing very exciting. I did watch a new a new show, a new series. What's, what's uh, the show? It's called behind her eyes it's on netflix okay um eyes what's that about yes behind her eyes so basically nerve (laughs) um it is slightly suspenseful suspenseful and i appreciated it normally i do not like horror movies i originally thought it was going to be like a romantic comedy or something along those lines (laughs) but then once i started watching it i was like this is not what I anticipated at all, and then I was hooked. I couldn't stop watching it. What a awesome. switch! <laughs> it was in the 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 cover image or cover art was like a picture of it was like a couple, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. This looks like a romantic movie, and then days later they switched the cover, and I realized that it was oh. not. <laughs> Romantic. That's like, that's like going to the bookstore oh. and going, "Oh, check out this 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 romantic novel with Fabio uh, Fabio on the cover," and then you open it up and it's Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, that, actually, I would read that in a heartbeat. You know, anything. Right, with a Stephen, Stephen King, King story with Fabio. A Stephen uh, Stephen King wrote a uh, what are the Harle- Harlequin romance? I would totally read it. He, I mean, he is a to- Harlequin romance. Uh-huh. You know what though? Uh, he already writes some these pulp stories for this series um in fact he's got a new one coming out uh on tuesday it's pre-ordered for me i think it's called later um but it's part of the pulp this pulp series and the the books are in this old they look like they were published in the 70s it's really cool cool. really cool style and uh, he's done a couple of those and yeah so uh why why not harlequin a harlequin horrorquin no romance from stephen king would be next i would read I, you know, I don't care what Stephen King writes. I read it. It's pretty much, 
I, yeah, he's one of, he's pretty much my favorite author. So I pre-order everything and when it gets here, um, I don't read it for a while. (laughs) It takes me forever to get stacks of books, but, but it's on the show. Um, but yeah, I've got, if it bleeds, that was the last one that I got, I think from him, but, uh, yeah, that's coming out too. That's so there's some pop culture news that we just shared. That's not part of the top three, but, um, yeah, check it out. Stephen King's got a new book drops on March 2nd or 3rd. But it's this week, so it's very exciting. Very excited. Um, uh, I watched a new show this week also. Um, we decided to start Clarice, which is oh, yes. uh, on CBS. If you don't have C- – uh, we're watching on CBS All Access because I have – I also switched our our uh, cable to T-Vision from T-Mobile. Ding, ding. I'm going to start getting my cash registers down. Every time I drop a brand name, we're going to hit yeah. that. <laughs> and hopefully at some point they'll say, they'll come in and say, hey, you know, we're going to sponsor this show. We can at least uh, pretend. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so the, um, anyway, T-Vision is from T-Mobile, which is my cellular provider. And I decided to try, YouTube raised their prices like twice on me when I was with them. That oh. dro- jumped up to almost 70 bucks now from them. And T-Vision's at 50 and I get like all the channels I want and more except CBS. CBS is like, <laughs> we're going to put all of our stuff on our own app and that's what you have to get. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. So, well, and then CBS is becoming Paramount Plus. What next week? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next week. So anyway, Clarice is on this, this channel and it, and it, and it, something happened and it was kind of funny. So if you've seen Silence of the Lambs, you know that Jodie Foster uh, played Clarice Starling. Um, and it's based on a Thomas Harris book. By the way, the book is awesome. Um, the sequels to the movie, mm. um, but the uh, books were, were kind of okay. Um, but Silence of the Lambs itself and Red Dragon, the original, those are really good books. Well, Jodie Foster played somebody from West Virginia. Now, if you don't know, I'm from West Virginia and so is Aaliyah. Um, different areas, but we both kind of have that West Virginia connection. And so the first time I saw Jodie Foster in that movie, I didn't, that rec- her accent was not really something I recognized. And I don't still have a West Virginia accent. I've, it's been, you know, worked, I haven't lived there in a long time, but I, I you know, <clears throat> it didn't sound like anybody I knew from West Virginia. So I was kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And you forgive it because dang, it's a good movie. Right. And Jodie Foster is so good in it. And so is Anthony Hopkins. You don't even care that her accent might be a little off. Well, now we've got this new show, Clarice, and um, t- where did you f- you found out where the actress is? Uh, what's what's her name? The actress who plays Clarice now. Uh, her name's Rebecca Breed. Uh, yeah, and she is from Sydney, Australia. Yeah, which is the you know um, typical, right? The Brit Brits and the Aussies coming in and taking jobs from good American <laughs> actors. <laughs> Can you believe it? No, um, they can, no. They, they can do American accents. Well, what's great is they can. can do they can do American accents better than we can do a oh, British yes, or Australian accent. So, like when you see American actors over there doing those, it's like I don't know that that you know, oh, but it's, it doesn't it, quite work. It's like that SNL skit from last week where. Oh my gosh, that was so funny! I finally where, watched that. Where yeah. Ice Cube is uh, actually trying to be British. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was pretty funny. Coldy squares. Coldy squares. <laughs> yeah, so funny. All right, but yeah, so they do terrible uh, uh, accents. But anyway, so she's from Australia, um, and she d- she's doing kind of Jodie Foster's accent because this is really supposed to have been spun off from the movie. It literally takes up like a year after she's killed Buffalo Bill. She's still living with that. She has some PTSD, stuff like that. Show is actually really good so far. I'm loving it. Like I'm two two episodes in. I really enjoy it. However, 
<laughs> there's something that happened and, and this is this happened. well no it's not a big deal i still love the show it's just these kind of things happen sometimes and i'm wondering if other people out there have experienced this in other shows so if you're from somewhere and someone in a tv show or a movie is also supposed to be from that place you expect certain things right well for example if you're if you're from you know yorkshire and you see somebody from America playing somebody who's supposed to be from Yorkshire, they should uh, pronounce things the right I'm way. From Yorkshire. They, they should, they <laughs> should, uh, you know, use the right like dialect, you know, you know, you expect it to sound, or at least they're going to pronounce it correctly. I think I'll take the elevator. Yeah. Well, uh, when I watched this one, so Clarice did this and, and um, again, I, I like the show. So this is not a knock. Um, as much as it is, I thought it was kind of funny. And I even put it on Twitter. I, I like recorded it because I was like, what? <laughs> so if, if you if you take a look um, at the, the subtitles here, she says, I grew up in K-A-N-A-W-H-A County. Now, that could be hard to pronounce, right? What is that? What is that, right? If you're not from there, you might not know how to pronounce that. I totally get that. In fact, if you're from Australia, you probably definitely don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> But her character is literally saying she grew up there. Like this was her hometown for for her childhood until she gets sent away. Like if you know the whole Clarice story, she gets sent away to an orphanage after her son or her dad uh, is is killed in the line of duty. Um, anyway, so there's all that. But she's saying she's from this county and this is what she says. See if we can uh, take a listen here. All right, so I'm going to play it one more time. Pretty sure she says Kenwa there. Yeah, Kenwa yeah. or Kenawa, yeah. Kenwa, Kenawa, yeah, there might be an extra. Um, there's definitely an extra syllable in the word. Right. So if, I don't know if she's saying it, Kenawa, or if she's saying Kenwa. But if you're from Kanawha County, West Virginia, you, just said it. you it know is. it's pronounced Kanawha. It's Kanawha County, West Virginia. And I just thought that was so hilarious. And, and of course, I picked up on it because I'm, I'm from there. I'm not from Kanawha County. I'm from Cabell County. But um, I'm down that? in that C-A-B-E-L-L, not Cabell. <laughs> not Cabell. Which people do say. Cabelli. But Cabell, right? Um, Cabelli. Yeah. I don't – it's funny because there's just it's, – it's one of those things um, – oh, here, this is a great qu- – comment from brian it's quinoa quinoa, quinoa yes, county it's quinoa county that's <laughs> absolutely you're, i think you might be right brian yeah um that's where they get the word it's it was invented in west virginia in yeah, this yeah. county they, have, they actually have quinoa crops yeah it's, uh, the major crop in quinoa i just county. thought that was funny now it didn't make me mad or anything and I, I hopefully people from Kanawha county wouldn't be mad about it but it is one of those things that you it's like well if you're writing a show and you're 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 putting this person's entire backstory in a, in a place. And she's about to tell you that that's where she grew up. Maybe she should pronounce it right. And that's not yes. even the writer's fault, right? Like maybe she should have looked it up. Like, and, and you come across that word, K-A-N-A-W-H-A. Again, unless you're from there, wouldn't you immediately go, I wonder what that says and look it up. Like if you go to Wikipedia, Kanawha County, it shows you how it shows to say the pronunciation? it. Pronunciation? Yeah. So I was just kind of surprised. Again, no offense to to uh, what was her name again? I already forgot. As we said earlier, I, uh, Rebecca Breed. Like yeah. uh, like we were saying earlier, I, I would have said Kanawha. Yeah, Kanawha <laughs> County. Kanawha. Yeah. But it's just like Jeff. You and I know this. Sure. But 
anyone not from West Virginia or the, mm-hmm. the area that that we lived in, because I did live in Cabell County, it's hurricane. Yeah. Not There's hurricane. Hurricane. Hurricane, oh. hurricane, West Virginia. It's hurricane. That's how you pronounce it. Well, I also, I lived in Massachusetts for, for the, my entire seventh grade year in a little town called Norwood, Norwood, Mass. Now it's spelled N-O-R-W-O-O-D. It's and they're, Norwood, sa- yeah. they're saying Norwood. Norwood. They're just saying it like saying Bostonians. In, in Boston yeah. <laughs> Norwood. I lived Norwood. in Norwood, Mass. But down the road from me was a city called W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R. Like the sauce. Or no, that's Worcestershire no, sauce. But similarly spelled. So W O R sauce. <laughs> Listen to you. W O R C see, I don't claim to be from there. That's my out. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I'm a, it's okay for me to mispronounce it because I don't claim to be from there. But in, in Massachusetts, they pronounce W O R C E S T E R Worcester. Right. It's not Worcester, right. Worcester. And we have a Worcester in Ohio, but it's actually yeah. spelled correctly. W-O-O-S-T-E-R. Wait, wait. Oh, you mean Wooster. We're like, yeah, we're not messing around here. We're like, no, we're not using all those weird letters. It's W-O-O-S-T-E-R. No, no, no. We're just going to spell it like we sound it. Too funny. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, I love when, uh, you know, I, I like it when shows do that little bit of research and there's a little bit of, you know. Yeah, it shows that attention to detail. You're only going to notice if you're from there. Who cares? And, and right, I don't but. care. It's a good show. I'm not complaining about it. I just think it's funny. And it's just one of those things where, you know, again, if you're playing a person who's literally claiming your history started in this place and you live there most of your childhood, maybe maybe you'd know how to pronounce it. Like, look it up. Like, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Where I'd I like to get her on the show, so I don't want to upset her. She's fantastic. She's great as Clarice. I love the show. It's you know. So it's just it's just me. I think I nitpicking. live in Broke Park. Broke Park. <laughs> well, that's 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 what they call it, Broke Park. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> I mean, you that's, know. Yeah, that's not how it's spelled, but they do. But it does kind of have a reputation. Uh, too funny. Well, that's all right. I live on. I live on. Uh, depending on who you talk to, you know, there's. Yorkshire, or is it Yorkshire Road? Yorkshire Road? Yorkshire Road? Right. Yorkshire Road? Berkshire Road? Yeah. See? We don't know where we live. Right. I just wish I just wish I lived on the street, because there's a street down in Little Italy, Little Italy here in Cleveland, and it's the actual street name is Random Street. <laughs> That's the best. So well, down in Columbus... Well, you remember when we were roommates down in Columbus at uh, Fox, uh, what was Fox it called? Fox, Fox and Hound. Fox and Hound Inn Apartments. or whatever. Yeah. Apartments. Uh, down the road was Go Down Road. Yeah, Go remember Down that? Road. Yep. And I was like, we would always have like that Abbott and Costello. Which road should I go down? Go down. Go down which road? Go what down. Road? <laughs> what yeah, road do you want me to go down? Go Down Road. I will go down the road if you tell me. Yeah, Just so tell we me don't. where the, yeah. Sorry, we don't. You know. That's too much. <laughs> that went on. That went on way too long. Um, all right, so let's move on. I, I do want to uh, point out something. Uh, if you tuned in to our game night two weeks ago, we played a little uh, uh, TKO, which is a Jackbox game where we design T-shirts. And we oh, found yeah. out at the end that you could design or you could actually purchase the T-shirts that people drew during the show. Well, I am actually currently wearing, wearing the, wi- the winning yes. T-shirt. Let's go to, for those of you who are watching online and not uh, listening to this after the fact, I'll go to full screen so you can see it. Foo hearted. There it is. Yeah. Foo hearted. It's it's a gentleman bending over with a little poot coming out. And uh, (laughs) 
I'm describing it for our audio listeners on the podcast. Um, and it that says foo, F-O-O, uh, hearted instead of obviously the other. That would be a poot. Yeah, a poot. P-O-T. But anyway, yeah, kind of fun. If you aren't watching our game nights on Thursday, you should. It's a lot of fun. We do some Jackbox games. We draw terribly. Would P-H-O-O-T would be a foot. Foot hearted. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, if you like this, um, if you like this, you you can't get it. It's a one of a kind. It's I'm the only one who has this T-shirt, but you can get other merch at our uh, Merch Gone Geek um, uh, at our website there at T Public. I'm still the only one on the screen. T Public. um, I just like looking at myself. T public.com slash stores slash world dash gone dash geek. I did put all those dashes in there. They could help me out by just making that world gone geek. Couldn't they? Anyway, You'd that's think. where all of our merch is, is found. You can find world gone geek t-shirts there. You can find our globey McLobe face character, um, which you haven't really seen a lot of. We haven't used him a lot. He's in a couple yeah. of cover images, but um, you, you guys haven't really met globey McLobe face. Isn't he? I don't know. Um, but we, um, <laughs> You can get some shirts. Uh, you can get shirts from our new show. We're going. Uh, we're going back, which is coming soon, and uh, fun stuff like that. So check out our merch page there. It's at the bottom. It's ticking along at the bottom for you there. All right. The last thing I do want to do say though, um, we've only got a couple more weeks before um, I shave my head for St. Baldrick's, yes. which is um, a great organization that is trying to conquer pediatric cancer. So they fund pediatric cancer research all over the world. Um, and it's, you know, they, my daughter went through um, chemotherapy last year. She, she is doing great. Um, the reason she's doing great is because there has been research that has found ways to help what she um, was going through. It's so important. And most of the funding in cancer, everybody thinks, oh, everybody's always raising money for cancer, breast cancer. There's so much cancer. There really is. And so you think that all this funding, even the government funds cancer research. What they don't fund as much is pediatric cancer research. And believe it or not, kids get different cancers um, and they need different treatment. And their treatments especially are way different for kids than they are for adults. And so um, it's so important to do this research. And that's why for 10 years now, this is my 10th year, shaving my head every March to raise money for this. So if it's, if you find it in your heart uh, to give to the cause, there's the link down below. We'd love for you to do that and uh, join us. We will try to broadcast it live um, it's March 13th, so keep an eye out on our on our Facebook page for more information, um, and uh, maybe you can watch the head shaving live. It could be fun. All right, cool. Do you guys have any, anything What's else next? that we What's need next? to go through? What's next? What's because next? Because uh, unless you guys have something going on, that means you know what it's time for. What's it time this for? week in geek. Yeah. That's right. It's this week in geek, and I think we're starting off with you, Aaliyah. Number one. Yeah. We're going to play, play it for you, Leah. You ready? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the only go. child to ever state, I'll clean my room in exchange for your immortal soul, and actually mean it, is getting her very own series. Yes, Wednesday Adams from the Adams family is finally getting the screen to herself. Netflix has made the official annou- announcement that it, it has been placed um, for an eight part series entitled Wednesday. Sounds about right. Um, 
It will be a live action series focused specifically on Wednesday's time at Nevermore Academy. One of the most exciting aspects about this is the fact that it will be directed by Tim Burton himself. So, of course, we can count on a bit of spooky behavior outside of Wednesday. Unfortunately, no word as of yet um, has been spoken about cast for the series or any sort of production timeline. So, are you guys... Yeah, we're here. Ex- oh, I was like, where would happen? <laughs> no, I was, you were talking. I made you the star. You Thank were the you. one talking. So. Leo, the Golden Globes are going. You, you, you take the rest. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we just put you on Utah and I. We're watching the red carpet over here. I was like, well, yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? Are you excited? I like Tim Burton being involved. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that's a really good matchup for, mm-hmm. for the type of, of tone that the Adams Family and Wednesday in particular um, would require to be good, in my opinion. Um, I would love to see Christina Ricci somehow have a cameo. Yes, please. Please. I I mean, Mm -hmm. she, to me, has been the best Wednesday uh, on screen, on film. Um, And really, those two movies, uh, Adam's Family and Family Values, were both really, really good, in my opinion. I really enjoyed them a lot. So uh, I'm excited. I'm great. I'd love to hear more about Wednesday. Um, I want to know why her name is Wednesday. I find it funny that we're talking about Wednesday on a Sunday, but you know, hey. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that I did not mention in that little blurb or bio was that um, in the show, Wednesday is going to be attempting to master her emerging psychic abilities. And I'm really, really interested interested about that. I also read that she um, will be a teenager in this but i feel like there's a lot of actors that are older you know that play younger characters so i feel like yes. christina you know <laughs> yeah let's be realistic <laughs> so i, I feel like christina christina richie could still be involved with this you know i think she might be too old to play a teenager yeah, i mean I she still looks great don't yeah. get me wrong right but i think, I think but i mean like be... maybe in some way you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, no, absolutely. she absolutely she should be, be in it. She has to be in there somewhere. She could, I think she should be like the headmaster of Nevermore yeah. Academy or something. Right. Or yes. Maybe it's the character that we never see, but she comes in for a cameo at one point. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. somebody that they mention a lot. Or, oh, gosh. Oh, we got him excited. Look at him. What, if, what? what if she's Morticia? <gasps> oh, wow. Ooh. That would be – right, because if this – if this show is about Wednesday, the rest of the family have to show up at some point. Right? Maybe. Right? I mean, they would have just, to, but they well, could. But, I mean, it would Just drop sense. her off, right? Like if they're right. Like, drop her off in the, in the Lurch mobile, in the <laughs> Lurch, uh, Lurch drive, in the they're have, waving at her. Have thing wave. Yeah. How does Thing wave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just shimmies, right? Does he just kind of jump up? and? Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm very excited about this. I, I first of all, I, uh, Tim Burton, I just uh, love his stuff a lot, yeah. and so um, I want him to direct my autobiography. But uh, no, I'm kidding. It's, it's not like that. But uh, he's, he's not kidding. But anyway, but I, I just no, actually, I, there's a couple other directors. You know what? That'll be a good show topic one day. Who do you want to direct your autobiography? <laughs> Um, but no, I love Tim Burton. I love his style. I love everything, um, almost almost everything that he's done. Um, it's just – and it, there's just – this has been a long time coming. Like this is like why hasn't Tim Burton been involved with, with the Adams Family right. until now? Like why is this just now happening? Right. Um, like we just got an animated Adams Family movie. Like why wasn't that uh, the stop motion animation like right. uh, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas? Christmas. Yeah. It's directed by Tim Burton. Like that to me that would, would be amazing. Right. 
Um, yeah, this is this is a match made in heaven, Tim Burton, and and I hope that he. I hope that this is a sign of like more things to come. Like, you know what I mean? That maybe there is a movie. Um, I saw somewhere, um, and 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 I can't take full credit for wanting Christina Ricci, but it just popped into my head at that moment. Is I think people have actually been kind of like wanting that to happen for some time. Um, I also I also saw Christina. Richie, or Richie Wednesday, maybe hashtag Richie Wednesday. Um, you saw her Wednesday. What <laughs> the? Uh, some people are are now pushing uh, Rami Malek as uh, oh as Gomez. as Gomez. Um, he's definitely got the look. Um, I see that? Yeah, he could pull that off. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it would be interesting. Again, I don't know that they're going to go for like the big hitters for this show, right. um, especially since it's it's a Netflix series mostly focused on on Wednesday, Wednesday herself. Um, but that's man, that casting's got to be good. Like, I mean, Christina Ricci is Wednesday uh, in a lot of people's minds. And so one, you don't want somebody who's just going to like ape everything that she did. Do you know what I mean? They they don't want to just like somebody who does a good impression of Christina Ricci. You don't want to make it their own, but at the same time, like that's the Wednesday everybody knows and loves and wants to see. So when you think I have, sorry, you did. No, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. So this popped into my head. You know, like Sabrina, the teenage witch, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We know the original, mm-hmm. and then we had the newer oh, yeah, the dramatic remake. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Do you think that? And this is kind of going off topic, but I'll circle it back. Do you think that she did that Sabrina justice, even mm. though it's like a different context? I think so. I mean, yeah, it was a you know. You 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 said it. It's a, it was a different context, so it called for a different a different tone for Sabrina. So um, I think maybe that, this will too. Yeah, yeah. I that mean, was my know, point. Hey, what's yeah. Rebecca? Uh, what's Rebecca Breed doing? Is she maybe she can do a good Wednesday <laughs> with with a West Virginian accent? <laughs> how do they? Yeah, how would she pronounce Wednesday? Though? That's what we have to figure what, out. Wednesday. Wednesday. Wait a minute. That that syllable doesn't belong in there. So right. So and, and so quick and so quickly. Since Tim Burton's involved, does that mean Johnny Depp and Elena Bonham Carter will show up somehow? Uh, you would hope. That's right? who because I would it's... like to see as Morticia and, oh, and Gomez, obviously. But you know, with Johnny Depp being in trouble right now, and he's yeah, he heavily might, heavily he involved late, in that but... lawsuit with, uh, and now now he's fighting back against Amber Heard. So that's a whole nother mess and a whole nother news story. Yeah, but he needs to lay low. All right. Yeah. Good. I can't wait. Good. Good stuff, Leah. We definitely want to see that. All right. You know what that means? It's number two. That's number you, two. Spider Man. Spider Man. Time to name the next Spider Man. Has to have the word home. I don't know what else rhymes with home. Oh well. <laughs> Let's talk about Spider Man. That's right. Spider-Man 3, the title for Spider-Man 3, was, well, it was sort of revealed when Tom Holland posted something and said it was Spider-Man Phone Home. Oh, but wait. Uh, Then uh, Jacob uh, posted something that said it was Spider-Man Homewrecker. Oh, but wait. And then Zendaya uh, posted something that said it was Spider-Man Home Slice. So what the heck? Next thing you know, people are online talking about what it is. Maybe it's Spider-Man Home Depot or uh, Spider-Man Home Alone. Or um, anyways, they finally did the actual reveal. And so the title for the next Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Mm. 
I don't know. Well, it was pretty cool. It was very clever how they did it. It was a nice trolling on on the three stars part. That video is funny. That YouTube and then, video. And that little that little thirty second uh, reveal video was great about them joking about Tom Holland saying, "Why would he do that?" And they're like, "What do you mean? Why would he do that? I don't spoil anything." Uh, yeah, you did. Like the whole last movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. He comes he comes out of the office. We assume with of like John Kevin Watts. Feige or somebody. John uh, Watts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the director. I don't. Yeah, it was the director, and he's he's like, uh, yeah, they get, they gave us the fake names, and it's like, why, why would they do that? And it's like, because you they knew you'd spoil it, Tom. You know, you spoil, I don't spoil anything. Yeah, um, and he was on he was on Fallon, I think, later that night or something, one of those late he? night shows, and I so I think that was another reason they did it because they're like, we better just reveal it because you know Tom Holland's gonna blow gonna it. Spill it. He's gonna spill the last <laughs> game. Um, oh. But that was a great little trailer, and my favorite part of that trailer was at the end. They walked past a whiteboard that was on the wall, and they zoomed mm-hmm. in. And on the whiteboard was all of these other names that they had, like Home Sweet Home, Can't Find Home, Close to Home, Stay yeah. at Home, Home Worlds, Work from Home, Want to Go Home, No Place Like yeah. Home, Home Run, Welcome Home. I'm going to keep going. I'm just going. <laughs> that was good. There was well, that they had Home Alone, and they had underneath it copyright issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think there were a lot of other choices that they could have gone with. Um, I think Home originally, no. originally they were talking about um, doing uh, this, you know, since it was such a, um, sorry, I'm getting ready to share something. Since, you know, this is all happening during COVID and everything is, is going on, obviously the first, the first one was Spider-Man stay at home. That stay was what they thought yep. maybe it would be. I mean, the good thing we know is that he, Peter Parker doesn't have any problem with the mask mandate, right? He loves to do that, but it's, it's difficult to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man when you're not allowed to go out into the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that had to go. Well, but, but with everybody on with devices, can't he just zoom to everybody? I well, he can't save somebody through a Zoom screen, Utah. You know how this works. Oh. Um, <laughs> you're right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Okay. But I um, scratch that idea. But you know, he since he since he was home, Peter Parker was Spider-Man homeschooled for homeschooled. a little while there. That's right. Um, but in this next one, I heard. Uh, sorry, I'm doing a bit. You can tell um, <laughs> this is prepared bit. We have like um, all these uh, cool it's graphics. Um, no, I'm making this up on the fly. Here we go. <laughs> Um, but the other thing is we know that he's in a lot of trouble, right? Like, uh, they revealed who he is. Um, they blame him for what happened with Mysterio in the last movie. Um, there's rumors that Matt Murdock is going to be his lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, um, w- with Stark out of the picture now, uh, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, have kind of that like gravy wagon or what is that thing? Gravy wagon. Gra- what it's a gravy train. gravy train, gravy train. Wagon. A- <laughs> um, <laughs> From Stark, so there, you know, it's not going to work that he, um, <laughs> Wait. he has to pay for a lawyer. He has to pay Matt Murdock. And so he With goes out and gets a job at Burger King. The and of- uh, Spider-Man Home of the Whopper, the Whopper. was going to be the title. That's what I heard. I heard. That's what I heard. I can only tell you what I heard, people. Yeah, well, you know, this is what I heard. Yeah. I think it was we got this covered.com where I heard that. So I'm just going to oh, say. yes. Yes. Very credible. Uh, sorry. That's my, uh, that's my pet peeve, that website. Sorry, guys. Um, anyway. <laughs> so then they decided, hey, you know, um, uh, maybe it would be Spider-Man Home Improvement. They, you know, get a little, you do a little, get uh, Tim Allen in well, there. You know, Spider-Man oh. would need more power. To, yeah, right. To, to defeat his enemies. Yeah. Um, they also keeping with that Home Improvement. They were like oh. Spider-Man Extreme Makeover Home, home Edition. edition. Um, 
But that was just the screenplay for that one was just May uh, putting up some wallpaper for about an hour and a half, and they're like, "That's not interesting." What is uh, when does well, I'll watch I'll watch Marissa Tomei put up wallpaper. Yeah, of well, you know, and, and you know, Spidey is using his web fluid to like oh, you know instead of wallpaper. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's how they were sticking the way and bother with the paste and stuff. It is. It's extreme. <laughs> it's extreme makeover home edition. It has to be extreme. Um, and then, and this is a deep poll. Get ready. Um, they also said that there was uh, uh, um, Andrew Garfield might come back. Toby right. Maguire might come back for this. Yeah. And the three of them together oh, no. are going to be Homeward Bound: The Incredible Journey. Um, you know, it's uh, there's the dogs and the movie. cat. Remember, yeah, the dog, the cat, and, and then I actually it, cried. I don't know. It's why. basically them wandering through the wilderness, trying to find trying their way to find, home. Find their way home. Yeah, I, I was actually on board for that one. I thought that would have been a good one. They could have Simon and Garfunkel song in the soundtrack. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you, you know, there's a rumor that Jamie Foxx is back as well as no, Electro. I, I think that's confirmed. It's confirmed, yeah. Well, he's back as Electro, but he's supposed to be like a different Electro because we all know how bad the last Electro was. Um, and now, again, no fault of Jamie Foxx. It's just like it was a dumb portray. It was a dumb way to. It to, was a bad, bad Yeah. Business. And he looked too much like Mr. Freeze. That brought back terrible memories of that movie with. Hey, uh, just chill. Yeah, don't start with me. All right. Uh, but they thought, hey, with the success of Jamie Foxx, let's dig into that in living color well again and find Damon Wayans. <laughs> Damon Wayans is not busy right now. Spider-Man like homie. <laughs> so Spider-Man homie, don't play that. That was what I again, this is like this is a great idea. Oh I don't gosh, understand. You know what? Put Jamie Foxx and Damon together. I mean, and that's uh, you're gonna have a great, funny. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I, I don't know. And then you have to get David Allen Greer too, because you can't have uh, you can't those guys have and those guys without. Right, right. Yeah, homie. Oh my gosh, homie would be Spider Man's Joker. Right, wow. right. Spider Man, homie, don't play that. Of course, they decided not to to do that. But um, this is one of my personal favorites. I love the movie Happy Gilmore, and so I liked Spider Man. <laughs> Are you too good for your home? Go home. Go home. That's your home. Go to your home. That's like my favorite scene from Happy Gilmore. Are you too yeah. good for your home? Adam Sandler is open for a second one. I would like to see Adam Sandler, you know, do that in a spot. No, I, that was a terrible one. But anyway, so finally, I think what I had thought was for sure going to be the title when they cast Tobey Maguire because he's supposed to play an older, more seasoned uh, Peter, right? Uh, a more, seasoned uh, a more grizzled. And I, yeah. so I really thought it was Spider-Man rest home. That's really what I thought it was. They were going to visit him. Sp- Spider-Man nursing home. On, <laughs> uh, yeah. On, uh, well, we, we decided not to do that one because Governor Cuomo was going to be like, oh, it was just a issue. whole. Uh, you don't want to deal with that. We didn't want to. Br- yeah, they didn't want to bring that memory back. So away. we'll just call yeah. rest home. And Toby's there. He's playing bingo with, you know, some some other older heroes and villains Probably maybe old villains. maybe old cap he's playing bingo with old cap oh, yeah. from uh endgame yeah so that they'll that's how they'll bring old cap back into the mcu yeah. and that kind right, of stuff right. yeah mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. that would have been a good one i i don't know that's just me i think those were were some pretty good titles but yeah I like that. they actually had they also had something they had webcamming on the web on the whiteboard they oh said, gosh uh, keep it pg and then they said it needs to have the word home in it <laughs> so, but anyway yeah so no way home. What does that mean? Is that I mean? Do you, do you take that literally? Because you know, spoiler alert: his secret identity was revealed at the at the end of the last movie, right? Mm-hmm. So is no way home. Just basically, he's a fugitive now, and he has no way home. Or is it the multiverse? Because mm. he's pointing I to the multiverse. We know that Doctor Strange is involved. We know that uh, you know uh, 
Electro, Jamie Foxx is reprising his role as Electro. Alfred Molina is reprising his role as Doc Ock from the best Spider-Man movie ever. Um, and William Dafoe has been on set. So he's got to be playing Green Goblin, right? Yeah. Or, or maybe he's playing Willem or the maybe, friend. Maybe he's... Oh, <laughs> that's true. Maybe. We don't know if he's a foe or a friend yet. Yes. So this is true. So No, I, you're right. I think the multiverse is my guess. I mean, it, it feels like this right? whole new, this yeah. whole phase is multiverse. Yeah. Whole phase four is all about multiverse, you know, between WandaVision and Dr. Strange setting it mm-hmm. up. I mean, yeah, it sounds good to me. I'm, I'm there. I, I've, I've been loving these Spider-Man movies that Marvel's been putting out and Sony and Marvel have, uh, an agreement for this movie plus one more appearance in an MCU film. So we'll get to see Tom Holland as Spider-Man at least once more in another MCU film. Yeah, and then after that, I you know they'll just have to argue to agree again. Mm-hmm. So ahead, if it is, <laughs> so if it is multiverse, what would you guys be? What would you guys anticipate it being? Uh, if it's multiverse, then I want mm-hmm. I want the rumors of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being involved to mm-hmm. be true because I don't mm-hmm. think you can have a Spider-Man multiverse without having the other Spider-Men. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. And then I would love an introduction of Miles Morales somehow. I mean, he mm-hmm. was hinted at, right? His uncle or his uncle was in the last movie. Mm-hmm. So you want Spider-Pig too? Mm, I don't think we're ready. I don't think we're ready for Spider-Pig. <laughs> Live action Spider-Pig, we're not ready for. We're that. not ready for that yet. Let's leave <laughs> yeah. that to the to the Spider-Verse cuz the Spider-Verse is the second best Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, my um, yeah, I I think yeah, it's, it feels like with Doctor Strange, with WandaVision, with all the all the everything pointing to the multiverse, and that, and I you know, don't get me wrong, I I absolutely adore the idea of Maguire and Garfield and the, all being Spider Man at the same time. I want them pointing at each other like that meme. Yes, right. Yes, like it has please. to happen. It You're has the to. You're the imposter. No. Yes. But at the same time, you know, I think I've shared my feelings on all these multiverse type things and the way DC is doing it and all this stuff. Also, it always it just bothers me that like I get that like I get that Miles Morales is Spider-Man, right, in this other multiverse, but he's not Peter Parker, right? He's Miles Morales right. who becomes Spider-Man. Right. So to me, like these alternate Peter Parkers that look so completely different has always kind of bugged me. I I I I have you know, kind of gotten rid of that. And the, the idea that back in the 1800s or 1900s, there, there were different Parker family relatives that, that ended up together that changed the DNA in those multiverses. And that's why they look different. So I finally have, have settled myself with this. I still don't like, I still feel like they should all look like Peter they Parker. Should all, they should all look the same, it's just right? like, it's like a head thing. It's just like, wait a minute. If they're, if it's, if they're just split multiverses, shouldn't they be the same person? Just, you know, kind of like, and, and they did, that's how they did it in Spider-Verse, right? Like right. Um, uh, the other, the, you know, Spider-Pig and and the robot, I can't remember everybody's name, the robotic and Spider-Man Noir, those weren't Peter Parkers. Right. They, they were, were other Spider-Men different. and Spider-Women, like Gwen Stacy, right? So that's, they weren't multiple Peter Parkers. And the other Peter Parkers that did exist were the same Peter Parker in each each universe, right, just, just different. Spider-Man. Like one was blonde and one's, not, yeah. you know what I mean? So that was, I don't know. That, that felt, it made more yeah. sense in my st- stupid head canon, I guess, but um, I don't care. I still want to, I, st- I still love the idea of them all being together. Right. Like, I think that's awesome. I would love to see it on screen. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got to wait till December. Uh, I can't, 
Uh, well, I, I guess I'm still surprised it's this year, considering everything. It, it's that a nuts, right? Right. Wow. So, right. So, the MCU yeah. is Black Widow in May, uh, Shang Chi in, in July, Eternals, and I think the Eternals are in uh, October, and then Spidey three uh, in December. Mm. So we've got four. We've got four Marvel movies coming this year. No, you. I think you forgot one. Isn't um. Oh, I can't think of it. Superman? With the wings. <laughs> Green Lantern. No, not with the wings, sir. With the wings. Oh, Hawkman. Hawkman. No. Hawkman, this is you tell you're naming all DC characters. I think you're doing it on purpose. I am. Um <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier yes, comes thank in. You. Yeah, that's well, a that's not a movie though. I was, I was talking about yeah. movies. Oh, okay. yeah, yes. I got you. oh yeah, but I am absolutely excited for the finale of WandaVision next week and then a couple weeks Gosh. after that. The yeah, I can't wait to talk to the Winter Soldier. So yeah, we absolutely. may have to have a bonus episode next week just to decompress from Wandavision because oh, there's so oh, much stuff yes. that's happening. Yeah, I think maybe we might have to get together on Friday and just record a quick, like live decompression, or, or maybe Saturday. We we'll give everybody a chance to watch it. I mean, they don't have to watch it if they know we're going to be in spoilers and and you watch it anyway. That's if your. We're going to talk right? about the finale. They're going to be spoilers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh. Yeah. So awesome. Spider Man is coming. I can't. I'm very excited and. No that brings us to number three. All right. In just about 20 minutes, the Golden Globes are about to start, right? Uh, um, at 8 o'clock, uh, th- I get excited about the Golden Globes and the Oscars every year. They're really the only two, like, um, pop culture, s- cinema, TV awards that I actually kind of, like, pay attention to and watch. Um, even though there's lots of other ones, and they're perfectly valid. This wasn't, like, a dismissal of them. I'm just saying, like, these are the ones that kind of draw my attention. And um, and you know the Golden Globes always kind of drive what's going to happen in the Oscars. And so we're going to have an Oscar show coming in a few weeks. The Oscars got pushed into this They're year. Delayed, right? Yeah. yeah. So they 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 made the Oscar eligibility year through the end of February of this year. I think. Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. And um, the <laughs> this is all live, folks. So you get to Wait, you get the on. sneezes and everything. Um, I sneezed. Like 10 minutes ago. I apologize. That's okay. Um, But yeah, that is kind of interesting that the Oscars have done that. Golden Globes, however, have done it. Um, It's still December 31st was the final. I think they mainly did that because so much of theirs is split between TV and movies that they still had plenty of stuff to talk about and nominate. Whereas the Oscars were like, hey, there was like three movies that made it in the theaters for eligibility last year. Uh, let's give them a little more time. So a bunch of movies that just came out this year are still eligible for Oscars that we've seen. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, about the Golden Globes. I'm very excited. There's some really cool stuff. I mean, first of all, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are back to host it. That's going to be fun. They're always, they're always fun together. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we're going to see um, lots of you know fun people lined up to present. I have no idea if it's going to be like live in front of a huge audience. Um, they're usually like sitting at tables, like, but I don't know if they're what they're doing this time or well, if maybe they have cardboard cutouts. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. So it'll be interesting to tune in. I, there's probably a news out there about it. I just didn't look into that. I looked into the nominees though, and that's what I want to talk about because this is exciting. There's some pretty cool stuff. So let's start with with the big ones. All right, big picture drama. Um, is basically um, a couple of movies I've never heard of, and then uh, which is not unusual because I don't watch a lot of dramas. It's not really my right. my gig. Well, what's funny is the father. I'm going to go ahead and read them, and yeah, then we'll, we'll, so the father, which uh, is one of them, Mank, which is Gary Oldman is uh, Mankwitz. Yes. Um, Nomadland, which, which is Francis McDormand. 
Promising Young Woman. Oh, that's with Carrie, uh, what's her name? Mulligan, <sighs> Carrie Mulligan. Yes. And The Trial of the Chicago 7, which was which a Netflix I, production. I've heard excellent things about the Chicago 7 one. Yeah. Um, Nomadland, I swear, I just saw ads just Same. in the past couple of weeks. If you have Hulu, you can watch it on Hulu now. And this is why, Absolutely. this is important okay. because... This is the first year I think we might even have a chance to watch all the Best Picture nominees before they come out. Right. Because- like they're actually going to be streaming somewhere. You are you may actually get a chance to see them all. I, I don't usually do that. Um, but this year, like you can go to Netflix right now and watch Trial of Chicago 7. You can go to uh, Hulu and watch Nomadland. Some of these others are available on demand, but you got to pay the like $20 rent. rental fee or whatever. Yeah. Um, but but by, you know, by the Oscars, maybe that will change. But um, so I don't know what to pick there. I haven't seen any of those. I let's see. There's a lot of buzz about Trial of Chicago Seven. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, that that and Nomadland are the two, yeah, two buzz, buzzworthy ones I've heard. Just because Francis, I've heard that Francis McDormand's performance in Nomadland is pretty, pretty I, fantastic. I, I only but, finally saw the trailer for Promising Young Woman last week, and boy, it looks kind of interesting though. I, I'm trying to. Think. The plot of that is she's like, yeah. Well, I don't want to give. I just go look at the trailer. I'm going to put it yeah, in the show it, notes. It looks. It looks like a great movie. Yeah. Have that you seen any? Have you have you guys seen any of these? I have no. not. <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Best picture in musical comedy. Maybe you've seen one. I know uh, you guys have seen at least one of these. So, best picture in musical comedy. Again, this is one of the cool things that uh, you know that that uh, the Golden Globes do that the Oscars don't is divide things into comedies. Um, and I guess musicals count as comedy. Like they put them together for some reason. But well. Borat, Borat, subsequent movie film. Still haven't seen that. (laughs) Which I think is just the most hilarious title. I love the title. Subsequent movie film. Like you hear it in his voice. I can't do his voice, but you can hear it in his voice. Subsequent movie film. Um, I saw it. It was actually was pretty funny. funny. Yeah, I wasn't as offended by it as I was the first one. The first like, one it was, was really less offensive well, but, this time, um, but still offensive. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely <laughs> offensive. But it, but if the first one really, really offended you, this one's a little tamer. I don't know uh, if he if he's just getting older and more mature older. and like, you know, maybe not as 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 bad. But um, some of it was actually pretty funny. Like, I, I thought it was pretty funny. I was super uncomfortable. And some of you guys have made. I read the news about the Rudy Giuliani piece at the end. Yeah, the hotel. That felt wrong. Um, if it was definitely a gotcha thing, I don't think. Like after watching it, I don't think what you think was going to happen was what Rudy thought was going to happen. Um, like I almost, even though I'm not a big fan of that guy, I almost believe his stupid story. Cause he, but at the same time, it's so creepy. Well, it's well, very unnerving to watch that whole right. scene. And and even mm-hmm. just just the, and I've seen the clip. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no matter what people say about you know the actual thing that people are talking about, the build up to it and the mm-hmm. uh, the events leading up to it should have never happened anyway. Oh, it's, it was very strange. So it was yeah. it was it was it was questionable from the get go. It was just a matter yeah. of you know. Anyway, I haven't seen this, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. But, right. Well, ne- yeah, um, we can talk about it offline. But <laughs> so Borat is one of the best musical comedy um, uh, music, which is a film by Sia. Which is oh, kind yeah. of interesting. Is that the uh, one about Leslie Odom Jr. Interesting? is in it. Uh, Maddie Ziegler, because it can't be a Sia thing without the without, d- little, without sure. Maddie Ziegler, the dancer who's in like all of her videos. Right. I have no idea what that's about. I haven't seen it. Um, the Prom, which is a Broadway show that was turned into a Netflix film. Yeah, it's okay. Um, okay. Did you see the Broadway show? Have you guys uh, seen it? I've never yeah. seen the Broadway show, but I, uh, we do. I, we do have the soundtrack, and we've listened to the, the original broad, Broadway cast recording. Um, I think I would like it better if I saw it on stage. 
Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I haven't um, seen the movie yet, but I definitely movie, I love the Broadway stuff, so I like to see it. The movie was okay. Um, yeah. They added a they added a little twist, a little backstory to one of the characters that I don't mm. know was necessary, but I mean it was entertaining. Yeah, I don't know, Matt. I think it was Sia, uh, because it was not a mountain with stuff. Stuff, stuff. <laughs> oh, that's a was, game night reference. That's a, a deep valley. dive for people who don't watch game night. They have no idea what you're talking about right now. So don't. We don't want to throw people off. But Matt is in there, so I saw you just said he's in the. Can- Matt, you're throwing off our show by bringing that up because now we have. <laughs> that's two weeks ago. Let it go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that's a, that's an inside joke. You got to watch our game night. But that Forget was a good you, chance Matt. for me. To, no. no, it was a good chance for me to bring it up and and throw it out there. So. Uh, it was Sia, um, and it's S I A, not C I A. I don't yeah, know where C-I- your spelling is there, Matt. C I A is uh, different. C-I-A is so the different. other two musical comedies, Palm Springs, which is Andy Samberg. Oh, I've heard that was really good. Um, it's basically like a Groundhog Day type of thing, but he's stuck there with with a with girl. Else, yeah. Like they're both going through it, and that seems to be a a trend because there's another movie on Amazon Prime. Something like all the little things or something like that that is very similar. Um, there's, there's a movie. girl. It's a romantic comedy. There's they're they're just Groundhog called, Day uh, ripoffs. Yeah, there's another one called uh, Boss Level, with uh, the with Frank Grillo who played Crossbow. Yes. Oh, you're right. So apparently Groundhog Day is it's is back a as a trend. It's a thing. Um, and they all they're have doing Bill Murray in a cameo in every single one. Of them. Right. It would be so much better. But anyway, it looks really funny. I'm sorry. The trailers look hilarious. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that has a, a good shot. And then of course Hamilton, which Ham what? Hamilton is winning everything as far as I'm concerned. Like if it's in a category, it automatically wins. So, but it's weird to put Hamilton up against Palm Springs, right? Or Borat, right? Because one's a musical, one's a comedy, but that's why this category is so weird, right? Hamilton versus Borat is just not, that doesn't even make sense. Remember the year that the Martian was in this category? Yes. Why? Because he makes, he says a couple funny things. Because it's funny? Yeah, I don't know. It, it was, but it was the, weird. they, the 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 companies put their they want to get a better chance to win. They it's up oh. against stiff competition in the drama, the so they submit it as a comedy. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They they submit it as a comedy. Yeah, well, that's it where they won. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so weird. <laughs> Still funny. All right, let's get into the uh, so motion picture dramas uh, and comedies and whatnot. Let's talk about the actors and actresses. Let's start with best actress motion picture drama. We got Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andra Day for United States versus Billie Holiday, oh. Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. That sounds like a tough, that's a tough That is a huge, season. this is I a mean, huge category. Frances McDormand is a legend, right? Like she's yeah. so great. And, but she, and she also wins a lot of times because she's so great. Um, but if you've seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Viola Davis is is like really good in that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was her at first. She's so like, kind of like, just like into this character. I had to take a second to figure out, is that Viola? It is Viola Davis. And she's so good. Um, She's got my vote because that's the one movie of those that I saw. (laughs) That makes sense. And she's great. She's so great. Rainey is going to, going to get a couple of awards. uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, foreshadowing Chadwick Boseman is, is also nominated Mm -hmm, posthumously. mm -hmm. So Um, yeah, I don't know. All of these people uh, have, uh, have great work, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say Viola Davis probably just because of, of your recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen the other ones, so no offense to them, but, that's where I'm going. 
Um, best actor, as you said, Chadwick Boseman is up there. To me, he gets it. He's so good in that movie, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, and I think he's just, I think it's like, there's also that, that factor that he's gone and you want, yeah. yeah, And you just want to honor him. Um, but he, but he actually, he does deserve it. I'm not just saying, you know, he he deserves it because he's, you know, being honored that way, but, um, he was very good, but so did some of these other guys, uh, Riz Ahmed for sound of metal, which I really want to see really, really bad. Anthony Hopkins and the father, uh, Gary Oldman as Mank. And uh, Tahar Rahim in The Mauritanian. So I haven't heard of that. Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins have won these things before. Riz Ahmed does look really good in Sound of Metal, but at the end of the day, I got to go with Chadwick Boseman. I, I think, think he's winning the game. game. I think Chadwick's going to get it. Oh, yeah. Well deserved, but also as a positive yeah. son. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a, a she win for him. I feel like if he won, there would be a lot of tears in, in the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the motion show. picture musical comedy. Uh, actresses, we've got um, Maria Bakalova, who played oh, um, Borat's daughter, and she's so good. She's so she? great. Oh, yeah. She's so funny. She's really funnier than him. Like, she's the funnier role, I feel like, in the whole movie. She ends up kind of stealing it. Um, Kate Hudson in Music, which was, this again, the Sia, um, not CeeLo movie. The, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer in French Exit. Rosamund Pike, I care a lot. Oh, that's the name of her movie. I I don't care that much about Rosamund Pike. I mean, she's great. I like her as an actress. Oh, I thought that, you were. I thought you were singing a song. Um, and Anna Taylor Joy in Emma with a period. Like there's oh. a period so at the must, end of it. Is so that, that how the title is? Emma. It's just Emma. Period. Uh, that must not. <laughs> well, then that must not be the uh, the Pride and Prejudice uh, Emma, right? I don't know. Or the Jane Austen. Wait, Anya Taylor Joy, she was in that chess. She was in the, the, the chess. Yeah, the. Show. Uh, Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Thank you. I loved that. that oh, so, okay, so I haven't seen any of these. Uh, Me neither, for, except for uh, Borat. Ex- except for I Care a Lot. And Rosamund Pike, um, she does a great job at being the person you just hate because she's just so awful of a person. Um, so she does a great job, but also. Compared to some of these other performances, I don't know if it's good enough to win because it's. I feel like it's kind of easy and more fun to play the person that the audience is supposed to hate. Right. So. Yeah. No idea who's going to win in those Ex- no again, uh, but I just thought Maria Bakalova was really funny. Um, so best actor in a motion picture comedy: uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, kind of obviously for Borat, James Corden for The Prom. Mm. Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, yeah. uh, who again I just I always think I, I think he should gravitate. <laughs> uh, Dev Patel, uh, personal history of David Copperfield. Does I want to see play, that. Does he play David Copperfield? I can't figure out what it's about, but I can't wait to see it. And I like him. I think he's a fantastic actor, so I would love yes, to see that. And then Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. So that that's another like interesting category right there. Like I don't know with those guys. Like they're all pretty funny guys. I don't think it goes to James Corden. I don't think the prom's going to win much. I think it's going up against. Too big of competition. It it's came not, out at I a weird think, time. Yeah, I don't think it's good enough. Um, and I just, yeah. And as much as I love James Corden, uh, I just don't. I don't think it's him. Um, Lin Manuel uh, again. The, the Hamilton mania, I think, is starting to die down. Right. So we'll see. But yeah, some some strong uh, some strong nominees there. So let's get to the best supporting actress motion picture. Um, actually, let's not. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna re- I'm gonna read them off because we don't have a whole lot of time. And I do want to get to the TV shows. Okay. Um, and so supporting will take quite a while. Um, but just so that you know, there's people like Glenn Close in there. Jodie Foster we mentioned earlier, but it's not for Science of the Lambs. 
Um, uh, Sasha Bill Baron Murray. Cohen is nominated again, this time for Trial of the Chicago 7. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto for The Little Things, which just came out on HBO. Um, I want to see that. Um, Daniel Kaluuya as um, uh, Fred Hampton and Judas and the Black Messiah. He Excellent movie. He Such deserves a great it. movie. Um, but, but why, uh, I mean, he's uh, best supporting actor, I guess, why because not? Lakeith Stanfield is the, he's technically is the, the lead. yeah, he's technically the lead, but, uh, you know, it's clearly like mostly about Fred Hampton and just, you know, uh, it's such a great movie. Um, yeah. and he's excellent in it. So I think he's going to win, but you still have also Bill Murray and then Leslie Odom Jr. from one night in Miami, which is also really good. And he plays, um, singer. Um, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. He plays a singer. Uh, so it's Muhammad Ali, Malcolm Mal- X, Malcolm X, Jim Brown. Oh, why am I blanking on who, his name in the movie? We'll figure it out. We'll go back to it. If somebody's in the chat and can say it, that would be awesome because I am totally uh, forgetting. Uh, he plays the famous singer whose name is, I can't remember. Darn it. Okay. So we're moving on. Uh, best director. <laughs> Uh, it's going to, you know, you've got again, um, Sam Cook, promising young woman, Mank, Trial of Chicago Seven, Nomad Land. Those are all the directors. Um, uh, Aaron Sorkin is tri- Trial of Chicago Seven. He feels like he uh, wins, or, or it seems like he gets a lot of those. Um, I just heard a noise. Did somebody comment? Sam Cook. No. Oh, Sam Cook. There we go. That was who it was. Um, Regina King. I didn't realize directed One Night in Miami. That's yeah. awesome. Be awesome yeah. to see her win because that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, as we go through these, I'm trying to get to the TV actors in my list here. Sorry, guys. Um, best drama series is the crown Lovecraft country, the Mandalorian so Ozark tough. and ratchet. Now I'm going to say right off the bat, ratchet doesn't even need belong in this category. I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I just, even from the trailer, like the, the, the three in the middle, I just said Lovecraft Country, Mandalorian, and Ozark Those are three. three of the greatest television shows yes. that are going on right now. Yes. And if you're not watching Ozark yet, Ozark might be the one of the least known. If but you're not so watching good. Ozark, it oh. is phenomenal. It's like Breaking Bad good. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's it's kind of a well, I mean, it's kind it's, of it's the same thing. It's a similar story, similar but it's. Of. Man, it's so good. Yeah. Obviously, we're partial to Mandalorian in this uh, group, the two of us being Star Wars. But dang, was Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country really oh, good. Oh, Lovecraft Country was outstanding. So I outstanding. feel like Lovecraft Country's got to take this. I would love, that's to, my, see, that's my I would love to see Lovecraft Country win. But of course, I won't, be, I won't be upset if Mandalorian or Ozark wins. All right. And we only got two minutes before the Golden Globes. So last category that we're going to talk about tonight is best musical comedy series. And that would be the flight attendant, which is on HBO max Kaylee Cuoco, new show, uh, the great that's on Hulu about Catherine, the great, I believe. I don't know. Um, Schitt's Creek, which is phenomenal. Um, Emily in Paris, which I haven't seen. And then the, to me, the surprise hit of 2020 Ted Lasso on Apple TV, that show is way better than you'd think it has any right to be. Like it came into early 2020 when we'd started this pandemic and became my favorite new show of the year. It's my favorite new show of the year. It just is. It's so like heartfelt, but yet still a little bit like it's kind of like Schitt's Creek. Like it's like that edge of that hard, you know, cause there's, they drop F bombs and there's things like that, but it's still like this good hearted, just 
good show. And it's like, you, we need shows to make us feel good in 2020. And well, Ted Lasso is that show. So that's Jason the Sudeikis. one that wins in my, yes. So Jason Sudeikis, who, who always plays that type of kind of like, I feel whole, wholesome kind of, kind of roles. And he looks, he plays that coach that goes from football to football. Yes. So he goes from American football to coaching soccer, uh, which we call it here, but football in, uh, in the UK. He's coaching it over in the UK. And um, it was based on a, a goofy uh, advertisement that they made back when the NBC got the Premier League. That was oh, like really? five years ago, oh. I think. Well, that's hilarious. And uh, they brought it back. They're like, why don't we make this a show? And dang, it's good. So if you're not watching Ted Lasso, we will um, definitely be back on Thursday with our game night. So join us then. And uh, until then, uh, let's go watch the Golden Globes light. Let's see if any of us were right about who we picked. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll see you next time. Bye. We got to dance it out. (laughs) He's not dancing. Goodbye, everybody. The podcast is real is a world gone geek production.